Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of A Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. This is Emily Myhouse. And I'm Olga Hayes. And we will be your hosts of today's episode. So our topic for today is how creativity boosts your health. So we were wondering, have you ever noticed when you are engaging in a creative activity such as art or you're working on a project around your house or you're playing music that you feel relaxed? Well, it turns out that there's actually a reason behind this and that tapping into your creative side can actually improve your health. That's right, Emily. And today we'll be talking about why engaging in creative behaviors can help you improve your brain function, mental health, and physical health. We will also be sharing some creative behavior ideas for inspiration, which I look forward to the most. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So one of my favorite creative activities to do is arts and crafts. So what I, I tend to do is go into a store and I find something that I fall in love with and then I realize how expensive it is. And then I'm Googling in the, in the middle of the aisle how to make a version of it myself. Um, and so I typically order the supplies and then find a YouTube video or tutorial on how to make it. And once I sort of get the hang of it, I find that I totally get lost in the activity and I forget everything else that is going on. Yeah, that actually has happened to me recently. Um, I'm not mu- much of an arts and crafts person. I'm very jealous of people who, who are. <laughs> um, yet, quite accidentally, recently, I discovered that I enjoy calligraphy. And I got that calligraphy book at a wedding where the couple was giving away books in lieu of wedding favors which I I thought was just such a brilliant idea. They had such a wonderful library of wonderful books. So I grabbed several books, and one of them was this calligraphy book because it just looked so pretty. So then I purchased a couple of brush pans, and I just started following instructions in the book, learning different styles of strokes and just following the basics. Mm -hmm. And I have to be honest, I'm horrible at it, but I did learn that it is quite enjoyable and I, you know, I can just get lost in the process and before I know it, hours would go by and I'm still sitting there trying those strokes. And so that is when I kind of realized how getting engaged in a creative project can feel. And that is, (laughs) that is my example. So I'm kind of learning to tap into my creative side. Calligraphy is so wonderful for that. It, it especially does your book kind of give you the, you know, when you're in kindergarten, they give you the letters that are kind of dotted and you're supposed to follow yeah. it. Yeah, I was. Book, you know. I have a book too and it does that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so, it's surprisingly um, rewarding to get through the whole page oh, of, yeah. your, of, of your ABCs. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but I, I have kind of, flashbacks into my first grade when I was right. learning how to, you know, write letters, how to write. Yeah. And yeah, one page of calligraphy, you look at it and it feels like 
um, you've achieved something, you feel very accomplished. Yeah. So lots of fun. And it's interestingly enough, it's very meditating as well. I usually turn on just nice calming music and I just sit there doing the strokes little by little. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, so that feeling that you said of being calm and meditative, that's actually a super common feeling Mm -hmm. when you engage in these creative activities, you get into a flow or the sort of rhythm. um, Mm -hmm. And I'm sure everyone has experienced this in some way, but flow is just when you're working on something, you're doing something and you tend to completely lose track of, you know, the current moment, you lose track of time and you're just solely focused on whatever you're doing. Um, And getting into this flow actually can help reduce anxiety, it boosts your mood, and it can even slow your heart rate. Um, And so this is especially true when we're doing repetitive creative motions, so things that you don't have to think about. So this could be drawing or knitting, writing, um, and especially because it ends in in a result. So that's the second half of this is our minds are wired to when we finish something or successfully complete something, we're going to get a little rush of dopamine, which is the happiness hormone. And you are inspired to continue. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I I certainly agree with this part about how our brain works and how just accomplishing something kind of rewrites our mentality as somebody who is like a, a winner and we are just being so successful. So it just makes us want to continue and do it again and again. Mm -hmm. And in addition, not only do creative activities release dopamine, they can also have a very meditative effect on our brain and body, just like we mentioned. And I'm not sure if our listeners are aware of, but we can go through 60,000 thoughts a day. And just imagine going through your 24 hours a day, having thousands of thoughts, our minds are constantly going through this and it can be very exhausting or overwhelming at times. So just engaging in those meditative calming activities is really important for stress relief and for calming our brains down. Yeah, absolutely. 60,000 thoughts a day. That's a lot. It's a lot of thoughts. I don't have that many thoughts. I maybe have. I know it's like, do I really have sixty thousand thoughts a day? But you know what? It's it's probably true. We're constantly talking to ourselves, so being able to turn off our mind is important. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the other claimed benefits, health benefits to creativity, is increased happiness, reduced dementia, improved mental health. Um, and it can boost your immune system and make you smarter, which the boosting your immune system actually is great for right now. Um, they don't really know why exactly it happens, mm-hmm. um, but there is some studies to suggest that your immune system actually does get stronger when you engage in creative activities. Um, and then studies also show that people who play instruments have sort of this better connectivity between the left brain and the right brain your left brain is responsible for motor functions and the right brain focuses on melody. So when your two hemispheres of your brain communicate with each other, your cognitive function um, improves. So if you like to play music, that's good news for you. (laughs) If you don't, then listening to music is also a wonderful activity as well. Well, it certainly inspires me to keep playing the guitar. I mean, um, 
just learning to, but it's something knowing that it has so many wonderful benefits. Yeah. <laughs> well, certainly helps to keep going. Definitely. Um, well, I think, Emily, I think we have convinced our listeners that a little creativity goes a long way. And some of you may be thinking, well, I'm just not a creative person, so is it over for me? <laughs> or I don't even know where to start. Um, and if this is you, and I, I can say that this is me, we don't need to worry. It is very common. You don't need to be a super creative person or an artist of some sort to get the health benefits of creative activities. There are many simple ways and easy activities that you can engage in that don't require uh, any special creative skills at all. And we can just kind of list them out, right, Emily, one yeah, by one, for sure. our listeners to kind of um, to, to tap into if they're interested. So one of, uh, one of the ideas is to purchase a mindfulness coloring book and colored pencils. And that's a simple one, right? You can buy them on Amazon for a pretty reasonable price. And we'll make sure to link some, um, some ideas in the show notes if, uh, if you need some references. But when you feel stressed or just want to unwind, put on your favorite relaxing music and start coloring away. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful way to, to relax and engage in, in a simple creative activity. It's so true. My mom actually keeps a, a couple of the coloring books and a mason jar full of pencils on her coffee table. So oh, when we're over there, you know, just hanging out as a family or watching a movie, I'll just pull out the, the coloring book and kind of get lost in that, which is really nice. So that's yeah. it's nice when it's right in front of you to remember to do it. Um, what a another, great idea. Yeah, when it's right there. Yeah. Right. I love it. Another simple activity is journaling. So there are so many known benefits to journaling, such as clarifying your thoughts and your feelings, problem solving and reducing stress. Um, but if you need a little bit more direction, you can find journaling prompts online, which we have linked in the show notes, just to give you some suggestions on what to journal about. Um, or you can actually buy journals with prompts inside either way. Um, some people find that journaling before bed is really helpful, um, and then others have the opposite effect. So we would say try out a couple times during the day, see what time works best for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe getting all your thoughts out on paper mm -hmm. before you go to bed helps you fall asleep, whereas others, that might be a little bit overwhelming. But just taking some time to write out your, your thoughts or your experience from the day it helps you get into that flow really quickly. Yeah, that's a great one. I, I really like, I, I do some journaling. And again, you don't have to be an, a writer no. to enjoy that process. It's simply just reflecting on the day or, or writing down your thoughts. And it's just a wonderful way, again, to, to calm down and unwind for the day at the end of the day. Absolutely. Well, this next idea, and I think it's our last is really near and dear to my heart because I just recently got a new puppy. His name is Rocky. You may have heard him barking in the background today. And I, I didn't realize, but actually playing with pets can decrease stress and improve your mood too. Mm. And yeah, uh, one study showed that when conducting a task that is stressful, 
people actually experience less stress when their pets were with them than when a supportive friend or a spouse was present. Isn't that funny? Isn't it interesting? It is, but it, it makes sense. It, it, it completely makes sense, right? Which I, I guess why they have animal therapy and, yeah. and yeah. all that, but just having a, an animal close to you just automatically brings the sense of calm. Exactly. And you can get a little creative when you play with your pets as well. You can come up with tree teaser puzzles. You can just play ball with them. You can just pet them. So there are a lot of wonderful ways to get creative when you engage with your pets. And if you don't have a pet, it can be very calming to just watch cute or funny videos of animals online or volunteer at a nearby rescue shelter to get uh, similar benefits of um, engaging with a fur friend. Yes. I do not have a, I don't have a dog or a, a cat or any animal, but um, <laughs> when I come play with mine. Yeah, I'll come play with yours. <laughs> and my parents have a really sweet dog named Charlie and he's super fluffy. So some days I'll just go pick him up and borrow him. <laughs> yeah. I need you. I need the animal stress relief. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we just shared a couple of activities. We wanted to be mindful of your time, but really there are so many different activities and ideas to try. So if you need some more inspiration or you just kind of want to look through a list of different options, we've linked a website in the show notes with several different ideas. We will say no matter what you choose to do, remember the goal is to feel less stressed. So if you find yourself getting more stressed doing the activity, don't force it, stop and try something else. Um, of course, that would you know be the opposite of what we're trying to do here. So <laughs> try what works well for you. Um, and if you are feeling, you know, more anxious doing it than then try something else. Yeah, that is a really good point. That is a really good point. Don't don't force yourself into something that is not easy or you're not enjoying doing it. Just try something different. And I'm going to try and check that list myself because even though we offer several suggestions, there's so much more out there. And we hope you will check out that list as well. And if you decide to try out any of these activities on the list, or if you have any ideas you want to add to the list, please let, let us know. We can update uh, the list on this podcast episode so people can see the most updated version anytime. But that would be something we encourage you to do. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And again, don't forget to check the show notes today because we have quite a few different resources available to you that were mentioned in today's episode. And we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on SharpNet.com.